you are about to enjoy in It Takes Three Network Podcast. Hi, I'm Taylor Townsend, your social chair, and I would like to thank you all for coming. Relax, she's not taking credit for it. Thank you. So this dance has been my baby now for quite a while. Okay, she's taking credit for it. I am going to kill her. But there is one person without whose help none of this could ever have happened. See, she's gonna... Dean Hess! Oh. I'm going to kill the both of them. Wait. So everyone have fun because this really is the end of summer. Let's talk OC, the OC podcast. I'm Michelle. And I'm Liz. And this week we watch season three, episode four, The Last Waltz, which mm-hmm. was funny and cute because last week you're like, well, waltz is a dance. <laughs> and I was like, that's yeah. correct. So it would make sense they would be at dances, plural. Plural. That's, Two dances. That's right. This episode originally aired on September 29th, 2005, was directed by Ian Toynton, written by Josh Schwartz and John Stevens. Marissa adjusts to life in Newport Union. Charlotte plans a lunch with Kirsten. Mm. Taylor schemes her way into the social chair position. And Summer sees something scandalous while at the school dance. Does she? Does she? <laughs> she sure does. Yes, she does. Oh, man. Because this was about school dances, plural, I that's how I got inspired for this week's snack their new friend Johnny mentions that Marissa should come to the school dance, just a regular school dance in a cafeteria, a bag of pretzels, and chili mm-hmm. will spike the punch. So for this week, we snacked on our own school dance mix of a sesame mix from Trader Joe's, and I mixed that with dark chocolate pretzels from Whole Foods. Salty and sweet combo. Yeah. And spicy. Yes. Loved all of the combination. They worked very well together. They did, right? That Trader Joe's, I might have to go get that Trader Joe's mix because that's really good. Very addicting. I could eat the whole bag myself. Right. So maybe I shouldn't get it. (laughs) You know, it's like, mm, if you're going to be tempted to eat the whole thing yourself, don't get it. But it's it's a really good munching snack for TV shows. Really, really good. There was wasabi peas in there. Love them. Yeah. Delicious. And then you do need a little sweet to balance. Yes, but not chocolate? too sweet because it was dark chocolate. And it was still a pretzel. And it was a pretzel. It's great. It's great. Yeah. All right. So this episode opens up. The core four are dropping off Marissa at her new I school. I think it's cute. The fam has to go together to take her to school. It's like yeah. the parents to take her to school. I know. And I'm still wondering, and maybe I missed this or maybe you noticed, but where's Marissa's car? Mm. Because Ryan seems to be on duty of bringing her to school. Right, right, right. Picking her up. Maybe they... I don't know. Had to sell her car? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, they don't... They don't really touch upon that. No. You just... Yeah, I guess it's just like the carpool. Yeah. And they just take I mean, or unless maybe Ryan is doing it as a support system. Right, like... I'm going to come get you, make sure you're okay, yeah. Yeah. especially in your first day. That makes sense. Yeah. But then every day after that, he's coming to pick her up. I don't know. 
And he's also dropping off Summer and Seth. Right. Because he's not going to school. He's getting homeschooled. But he's still the dad drop-off pickup. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. Strange. strange. Marissa is starting at Newport Union. And Seth and Summer, they're making small talk about public school. Like, oh, it looks safe with the with the lights on. It's like, oh, it's, she's not going at night. The parking lot is big. Mm-hmm. And Marissa's trying to stay positive. Like, oh, well, it's good to start over. Yeah. I, I thought she was doing really well. Yeah. And then they're like, all right, bye. And she just closes the car door and she starts walking in. And I was like, yes, Marissa, this is so like uplifting and you're so brave and you go to new school and you don't know anyone. And but she she starts off pretty rocky. Yeah, because, yes, what happened, it was in her own circle, but it was on the news. Oh, yeah. So people know what happened. People know people are staring Especially one girl Ugh. named Heather. Oh, that's the name? Heather? Yeah. Mm, she's on my list. Yeah. And she has a couple of run-ins with Marissa. And Marissa, by accident, walks into her. She's like, are you supposed to just say that you're better than me? And Marissa's yeah. like, a what? Yeah. I don't think that. So she's like, so you're making me out to be a fool? Right. What? Yeah, it makes no sense. But it's like, oh, look at this girl and how she's dressed. Right. And that's when she meets Casey. Right. And Casey's like, oh, well, it's probably your shoes. Your Chanel necklace, your Chanel bracelet. Your bag. Yeah. Yeah. Morris is like, oh, okay. But Casey's really nice to her. She is. The first person that's really nice to her. Yeah. And Marissa's like, oh, you're being so nice to me. And she's like, yeah, and I'm not even that nice. Yeah. So sweet. I'm glad. And then Marissa is having trouble finding her locker. And she tries to get into someone's locker. Someone's locker. And it turns out to be Johnny. Johnny. Oh, hey there, Johnny. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's coming. It's coming back to you? Oh, his storyline all comes back to me. Mm -hmm. It's getting thrown at me. Uh, Yeah, so he tries to help her. He said, that's my locker. You know, I can help you go find the, you know, whoever's office to help you and... You can store your stuff in my locker if you need. And Marissa's like, my boyfriend, like, dropping hints. Maybe he's coming on to me. But then his girlfriend comes over, who happens to be Casey. Yeah. It's like, oh, how ironic. Yeah. So Marissa's like, oh, this is, like, you know, a nice couple. Right. <laughs> and their friend, Chili. Yeah. Who is, like, you know, a bozo. Like the class clown. The cla- yeah. And she's she kind of finds her little niche over there, little friend group. Yeah. The nice kids, at least. Yeah. Yeah. And so while she's getting to know everyone, they offer to drive her home her yes. first day. Like, why don't we drive you home? And she's like, oh, no, my, my, boyfriend's, my boyfriend's on his way. Come get me. And she calls Ryan, and Ryan's, are of course, already at the school, but she doesn't know that. Mm-hmm. And she says to him, you know, I met these kids. They're going to drive me home, trying to make new friends. Right. Are you on your way? They want to get food, and, like, you know, I'm trying to be social. He's like, no, no problem. I'm not even in the car yet, even though he's watching her from the car. Yeah. He's already there. Yeah. So, sweet, though. He's like, all right. You know, that was, like, the first draw with him. He wasn't really... He was probably let down, but didn't take it to heart too much. Yeah. Then later on, 
as we'll talk about, things happen and he just snaps. Yeah. <laughs> this whole episode is really based around Marissa's journey, her start of the journey at Newport Union. We have Seth and Summer doing their own thing with their school dance and Taylor and then at Harbor. Kirsten, Sandy, and just kind of Julie. Yeah. And then Ryan is kind of the lone wolf. Yeah. I mean, he approaches Sandy after he drops off Marissa and says and asks, can I go to Newport Union? Yeah, Marissa needs a friend, and I think it would be good. Sandy's like, what have we talked about? (laughs) I don't really think it's best that you and Marissa spend that much time together because you're trying to get better and move on with your lives and what happened and start, you know, building your resume for school and things like that. Like, he, he needs to just take a step back from Marissa because it's obviously very consuming yes. of his life. And he has a great tutor. The tutor tutored Stallone's kids. Yeah. So you can't beat that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Ryan is like, okay, I'll let it be. And then Marissa, he couldn't pick her up at school. And then the next morning, they're supposed to get breakfast. And Marissa's going through a lot right now because she has to go live with Summer because their house is, they're being evicted. Yeah. It's everything within 72 hours. They have to be gone. Yeah. And Julie's like, okay, Marissa, can you go live with Summer for a little bit until I figure things out? She covers it up. Oh, I just have to work things out. They thought I was selling the house, and so they listed it earlier than I wanted to. Marissa's like, Mom, they're they're kicking us out. She knows. She knows. But not to the extent of what everyone else knows is that Julie really has nothing to her name. Yeah. So Marissa's saying, I trust you, which I thought was really nice. Yeah. Very sweet. I trust you. You always seem to work things out. We'll be okay. I know if you say we will be okay, then we will. Right. And that's fine. I can live with Summer as long as, you know, I need to and you figure everything out. And she's like, yeah, I'll figure it out. And she also says, and plus, you probably saved you probably so saved much. so much, so it's not a problem. It's fine. Julie's like, uh, save? What is that? And it's like, oh, Marissa. Oh, that's so not the case here. No. Yeah. Not at all. Not at all. Marissa packs her bags. She heads to Summer. Summer, I guess, picked her up. Yeah, Again, com- no car. It comes, you know, it's the next scene, and she's already moved, in, like, moving in. Yeah. So she has no time to even pick up the phone to call Ryan, tell him what's going on. And so she forgets that they were supposed to meet for breakfast and Rye's sitting at the diner and she calls him. He's like, what? Because he knows, obviously she's not there yet. And she has to tell him, you know, we got kicked out of our house. She hasn't even told him any of that yet. She's like, all right, it's okay. That's next (laughs) strike number two, pretty much. Yeah, and he he understands, like, you're going through a lot. And it's true. It's like, how could Ryan get mad at her for this? Right. He's like, oh, wow, you got so much going on. Don't worry about me. Yeah, new school. Parents, you know, just got re-divorced, pretty much. Your dad left, and you're having a hard time. So he gets it. He gets it. It just sucks for him. I know because he's alone. He's alone and he's trying to be really understanding, which he does. And then he just kind of cracks well, yes. <laughs> under the pressure. Right. So Marissa has her second day at school and bumps into Heather again. Yeah, and she makes it known that she knows what happened. Yeah. And she 
makes fun of her pretty much. She's bullying her. Yeah. About it. Because at first she's like, oh, I just want to apologize how I acted yesterday. You think she's going to be nice. And then she's like, and Marissa's like, oh, that's fine. And she's like, what are you going to do? She brings up, what are you going to do? Shoot me. And it turns into this whole thing. And then everybody's staring. Yeah. And so she runs off and starts crying, of course. And Johnny sees and he comes over and he's trying to comfort her. He's don't sweat it. She's a bully. Don't let them see you cry. You know, we all know what happened, but we know you're, you know, you're still a good person. You had good intentions, sort of. And we're, as we're watching this. I'm like, she didn't kill him. Right. She's not a murderer. She literally shot someone in self-defense to protect her boyfriend, who then, brother, tried to rape her. Right. So, what's so bad about any of that? But still, she did shoot someone. So, going through all of that. It's very public. Yeah. And she's the rich new kid. Yeah. So these all these kids are like, ugh. Yeah. What's this new girl about? And she must, you know, have a stick up her, you know, her nose yeah, up yeah, in the yeah. air and an air about her. Exactly. And so they're in the corner. They're up against the fence and lockers. Yeah. And Johnny's consoling her. He's he's close, but not. He's close, but not. But he's got his arm like over the fence. So yeah. It looks like he's like closer. Yeah. Then he should be, and Rye pulls up because he's going to pick her up again. And he, like, gets out of the car in a rush, slams the door, and he's like, what's going on here? What did you do? Yeah, what'd you do? Johnny's like, oh, yeah, the boyfriend. <laughs> trying to shake his hand. Rye looks at him, looks at the hand, doesn't shake it, and then realizes, like, oh, okay, I think I'm overreacting. Let me shake his hand, but gets so mad. And Marissa says, like, he was just trying to help me. He was just trying to be nice. Just a nice person. And now you embarrassed me. Yeah. And he knew that. So she left. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so Ryan is feeling sad about this. And he's in the pool house. And he's studying. And Seth comes in. This is one of my favorite scenes of the episodes. Seth comes in. And he's like, hey, I think we need to talk. I'm <laughs> sensing that this is an emotional thing going yes. on. He's like, let's have some good old-fashioned Ryan and Seth time. Ryan's like, it's about Marissa. And Seth's like, oh, shocker. Of course just, it is. Of course it's about Marissa because that's the only thing that you emote. <laughs> like, you emote only when Marissa's around. Yeah. And so Ryan tells him the story about how he embarrassed her. And Seth walks away. He's like, wow, that truly is a pickle. He's like, well, you're not going to give me any advice. Yeah. And Seth says, just call her and apologize. Right. It's not rocket science. And so Ryan gets up. Immediately, and does he go to visit? Her? No, he calls, he ca- her calls her. And Summer and Marissa are right, at the right. pool. Right, right. Summer's backyard, which we finally see more of Summer's beautiful yeah, house. Hu- I think she's got a nicer house than the Cohens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Much bigger. I, I don't think. know about Caleb's, but definitely right. bigger than the Cohens. <laughs> yeah. And so they're just talking about because there is this school dance, and Marissa doesn't want to go. Johnny tries to convince her that she should go, and she's like, I don't think I should go. Yeah, it's not and, a good idea. And he also didn't really promote it as, like, such an exciting event. She's right. like, oh, what's the theme? He's like, uh, dancing in the cafeteria. Bag of pretzels. Yeah. So she's like, oh, okay, I'm not really into that. Yeah. But she knows that she does have to, like, try and make friends, so. Yeah. And Marissa gets a phone call, and before that, before she gets the phone call, though, Summer says to her, you got to go to the dance. Just go. Just suck it up. It's part of a new school, and you got, it's, I don't, she didn't say it's, like, social she, suicide. She said it's social survival 101. There you go. Yeah, which I'm like, it's true. Yeah. You got to do the the things, if you're going to a new school, you, you do the things that everyone else does. And you got to do things that make us uncomfortable. Uncomfortable. But she's still on the fence about this. And so 
Ryan calls and he starts off apologizing and Marissa handles it with such grace. She's She's like, like, I get it. No, you were right the way you reacted. Right. I get what it looked like. Yeah. Yeah. And (laughs) that was it. So mature. Which was so great of her to act like that. And he asks her what she's doing. I could beat up the usher and we can get milk. Mm. We can go to the movies later. And she's like, I'm actually going to stay home and study. Right. So that's like the third time she's canceled on him. But Not really, but like, has it made an effort? Oh, <laughs> right. <laughs> cat tried to get off. Uh, she hasn't made an effort to see him or make time for him. Yeah. And, and she yeah. She's wants to do her homework. And he's like, okay, I get it. But she does say, I'll probably need a study break. Right. She understands how that sounds. So she kind of reworded, but I'll need a study break. So maybe I can call you later. Yeah. And so he's like, yeah, sure. Yeah. And so she's studying at Summers. The doorbell keeps ringing. She's like, Sum, answer your door. Answer your door. And it's her friends from the new school. They're like, we're taking you to the dance. You have to come with us. You have to come because if you don't come, then we don't come and you're ruining our fun. Yeah. She's like, uh. It's like moral dilemma. Do you go to the dance? And then it's like, well, shit, you told your boyfriend you're studying and if you call him later and you're at the dance, it's pretty bad. Just, it's all like, ooh, None touchy. of it looks good. It doesn't look good. None of it looks good. But like, as the audience, you know Marissa, so you know there's no ill intentions in it. Yeah. But Ryan knows there's no ill intentions in it either. It just sucks for him. And but and, and just at this point, it's just more frustration. It's just built up. Yeah, it's totally frustrating. Yeah. Because it keeps getting, your plans keep getting ruined. You just want to hang out with your girlfriend and have things go back to normal. And they're just not getting there quick enough. Yeah. And the same night of the Newport Union dance is the Harbor School dance. Right. So Ryan, again, Father Ryan drops. Drives the kids. Seth (laughs) off at Summer's house and he sees Marissa getting in the car. Right. Because he was going to go visit her. Maybe she needs a break from studying. Right. And she's in the middle of the street all dolled up to go to the dance. The headlights come in and she's like, what are you doing here? And he's like, what are you doing? You could see he's starting to get really frustrated now. And Marissa's just trying to explain to him it was last minute and I wasn't planning on it. And I need this because I need to do these social activities because it's a new school and I don't want to, you know, be the outcast. Yeah. And so, again, he has to understand that that's what's going to happen. He says you can tell he's very hurt by it. He's like, have a good time. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, well, now she's going to have a great time making her feel like shit. Yeah, because that energy behind that statement. Right. Like, oh, you have a good time. Yeah. She gets in the car and then Seth sees Summer. Summer comes out and he's like, are you okay? And he's don't go to the dance. Don't worry about me. So then he's alone again. I know. And Seth is just so sweet because he's just so concerned he's about Ryan. He's very concerned. And they go on their merry way to the dance he ends up going to the diner to get a bite to by eat himself. by himself because mom and dad are supposed to be having their like nice romantic <laughs> night at home cooking. So he's probably like, I don't want to go there. Right. And my friends are all out. So what else am I going to do but eat by myself at the diner? Yeah. Oh, he spends a lot of time there lately. I know. Three days in a row. Homeschooled life. Right? Homeschooled life. Yeah. So Marissa arrives at the dance with Johnny and Casey and Chili. And they walk in, and it's so funny because to look around what she's not used to, it's just it's just the gym. It's literally kids wearing normal clothes, yep. not even dressed up, nope. and there's no decorations, maybe some spotlights, 
Maybe. That's it. Maybe. A DJ. Yeah. Or maybe even a stereo. I don't even know if there was a DJ. <laughs> I don't think so. I think just a that stereo. That was it. And there's a punch bowl of just black liquid. Black liquid looked disgusting. It looks real gross. And chili spikes it anyway, whatever yeah. he put in there. And there's gross. just plastic bowls of some chips and some pretzels. And while she's just, as soon as they enter... Heather is sitting on the bleachers with her crew. She's like doing that, like, I see you kind and of thing. And the finger guns. And then the guns. And she's making everyone aware that Marissa is there. She keeps poking them, pointing to her. It's so stupid and petty. It is really stupid. Like, okay, she's here. What are you going to do? Just stare at her the entire night and not enjoy yourself? That's yeah. how you're enjoying yourself is staring at another human? Yeah. It's pathetic. Yeah. Marissa runs out because she's upset. Everyone's staring at me. I don't blame her. I feel the same exact <laughs> way. But her new friends follow her out and explain to her, like, listen, they're like dogs. They smell fear. You have to face them. It'll be okay. And Marissa goes back into the party. And she makes the best of it. She's trying to enjoy herself. Yeah. And Ryan realizes, I'm going to go and try and, you know, see if she's going to have a good, having a good time there. I'm going to surprise her by having a conversation with Seth, who kind of tells him to do it, but then he's like, wait, no. Well, he, yeah, <laughs> Seth is at his party, and he calls Ryan and says, like, I just want to make sure you're okay, and that, know that you're not going to lose Marissa. Right, that you this guys is will not be okay. like your last chance kind of thing. I don't want you to think that, like, you should have said something and you didn't. Yeah. And then I think Ryan just takes that as like, oh, I'm going to go. But he took it the wrong way. Yeah. I was like, wait. So then Seth realized he took it the wrong way. Yeah. went after him. Yeah. Like, wait, before you go in there. But of course, it's right before he's going to go see Marissa and she can see him. And he's like, just don't. Yeah. You can see she's trying to have a good time. Yeah. Do you really want to do this? You don't. You don't. And so as soon as... He leaves. Marissa, like, looks over at that direction. You think she sees him, but he's gone. Yeah. And she's trying to have a good time. And she is. She's yeah, having a she's, good time. She's trying her best. Yeah. At Harbor School, Summer was head of social chair. <laughs> and so she was. her whole beachy theme dance is gorgeous. Very. She did a great job. Marissa would be so proud. Definitely. And the days leading up to this, she's overwhelmed. She's got so much to do. She's, she thought it would be kind of more like an honor instead of all of this work. It's a lot of work. Yeah. And Taylor is trying to scheme her way into being friends with Summer. And she's trying to suck up to her. Like, oh, do you need any help? Because at this point, Summer's social chair, Taylor's out. Right. And it seems very genuine. Like, I have no friends. I don't know how to act around people. I'm really intense sometimes, but, you know, I definitely still want to help out. Which I, when she was saying all these things, I'm like, these are 100% true. Yeah. No, she's saying them because they are true in a a plot to still yes. manipulate it. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like, she's using the truth to manipulate the situation. Right. And Summer realizes Oh, she's telling the truth. Obviously, she has no friends. Yeah, and she feels bad for her, so she lets her come back mm-hmm. on and to help for the party. And then she grabs her aside, and she tells her, like, a secret. Like, I have a secret to tell you. This bitch. And the f- <laughs> she says that she overheard that Dean Hess knew that Seth didn't act alone, and if he didn't give up his partner, he was going to suspend him by the end of the day. Mm-hmm. 
And this is the next day. So Taylor's already been in her social circle. And, and Summer's like, okay, she's not that bad. Right. She's trying to do me a favor by telling me. Yeah. So Summer goes to Dean has. I and says, I did it. I helped him. I didn't help him. I did it all myself. Yeah. And he's like, okay, so you're not going to be social chair anymore. Yeah, like this would look really bad on your record. Yeah. And so you're not, you cannot be social chair. And then she's like, well, who would be social chair? I'm sorry. Yeah. What? And she's like, who would be Taylor? And he's like, oh, that's a great idea. She's like, that bitch set me up. And she's like, you were never going to suspend Seth, were you? And he's like, you're going to be late for class. Yeah. Like he knew. He knew. Ugh. Yeah. So, well, it's so wrong. It's so frustrating. So, so then Summer has to go to the party that she obviously planned. and But Taylor is taking all the credit. All she's on stage. She's saying how much effort she put into this. She thanks Dean Hess. And then she says, this is pretty much the kickoff. This is the end of Summer. It's summer. <gasps> and Summer looks at her like, bitch. And Seth has to hold her back. Yeah, her rage is like coming out of her ear. She's about to kill someone. Yeah. I would too. The end yeah. of Summer. I know. Ah! I know. The audacity. I know. Yeah. So, so Seth sends Summer on a cool down lap, <laughs> which was hysterical. hysterical. He went and helped Ryan out at the school to stop him at Newport Union. He comes back. Well, before he comes back, Summer notices Taylor exit the room in a very sneaky way. And so Taylor, Summer follows Taylor and sees Taylor making out someone we don't see who it is no and at first summer sees it and then like hides like oh "Oh my god i'm not gonna look yeah but she's like wait taylor has no friends who's she making out with and it's dean it's dean has (laughs) yeah the look on summer's face is like oh my god pure shock yeah she's like And also, oh, oh shit, this information. Right. There's so many emotions probably hitting her at once. Yeah. And then it's like you think, oh, my God, they've both been manipulating me this entire time. They're working together. Yeah. Uh, So Taylor goes. She can't wait to tell Seth. I know. She she can't. She can't (laughs) tell Seth. Right. And so Taylor goes back to the party and she sees Dean You're having a good time, Summer? Yeah, and, <laughs> and Seth comes running in and he's like apologizing because Summer looks upset and so it's like, I'm sorry, I was just helping right. Ryan and she's like, shut up, shut up, just dance with me. And that's, she's like, I have to tell you something. Yeah, and but, she keeps seeing them exchange looks at each other. Yeah. She's like, what the hell is going on here? Yeah, the Dean and Taylor. The Dean and Taylor, looks. yeah. Yeah, and that's when Taylor says like, oh, are you having fun, Summer? And Summer's just like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, yeah. So now like, I am. Yeah, and Seth's so like, what do you have to tell me? But we don't actually see her no, tell him. Don't. Yeah. Mm. So those two dances are happening. And after the dance, right, Ryan goes, goes home. home. And Marissa is sitting in the pool house hey. waiting for him. Hey, hey, hey. It's so sweet because Ryan's yeah. face lights up. He's like, oh, I wasn't expecting you. This is so great. Yeah. And then they have their sweet dance. Yeah, but she says to him, you know, I'm happy I went tonight, but all I did was think about you. Right. And she gets up and she says, the next song on the radio is going to be our song. (laughs) And the first song comes on and it's not something, anything. They laugh about it. And then the second song comes on, it's Forever Young. And they slow dance. And it's pretty freaking perfect. It's very beautiful. It's so Sweet. sweet. Yeah. And so the episode ends with them dancing 
and we have Summer and Seth dancing, and then we have the adults dealing with their shit. Julie crying. Yeah, so Julie, <laughs> as we said, she has to get out of her house. She has no money. She has to leave her house. Then she's now going to the Newport group thinking maybe she can get some sort of loan. Yeah. And Sandy's like, that's illegal. Um, <laughs> take it from your dead husband and, you know, your other Barring ex-husband. The company. And, you know, yeah. Can't do that. It's, like, it's illegal. So you might not want to do that. Plus, Kirsten's selling it. So there goes that. And you can tell Julie ultimately is like, oh, my God. Yeah. I don't know what to do now. I mean, this is news to her, but she also has so much pride that she cannot tell she, Sandy. Sandy's like, you need help. We can give you some money. She's yeah. like, oh, no, no, no. I have plenty of stock. I can just sell that. Yeah. Oh. But then they come and raid her house, and they're taking all of the belongings, and she pretty much has to then move into a motel. She's got, like, one bag in there, and she's crying herself to sleep. It's ho- It's awful. It's awful. It's yeah. at her lowest. Her absolute lowest. Yeah. yeah. Sucks. Yeah. But glad her children don't see her that way. Right. At least not mm-hmm. yet. But she's she has way too much pride to let anyone see her like that. Yeah. So for her to have hit rock bottom, it's really, it's yeah. sad for, as much as she's such a bitch. No, it is sad, It's sad though. for her because she's she's trying to do her best. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, really it for Julie. For Julie, yeah. So the Newport group, Sandy has been handling everything, dealing with that. Yeah, and he's like, oh, I hate to bring it up now, but I got to tell you. Yeah. We need to do something about it. It's time to make a decision. Like, I have like six more weeks left of like being able to afford keeping the, you know, the money going. Right. And so do you want to just sell it or you want to sell, you know, sell it to someone or what? And she's like, just get rid of it. Right. And she's pretty good on this decision. Yeah. She's doing really well. She's at home. She's working on her cooking. You're supposed to face your fears she's and cooking her garden fear. of herbs. I she's, love that. Right. She's doing that. And all this is interrupted. Her, you know, everything gets stirred up. She gets a, a delivery of flowers mm. from Charlotte. Oh, hey, Charlotte. Oh, hey, Charlotte. There you oh. are. And her story just keeps unfolding. Yes. And Yikes. she gets a call from Charlotte, and she thanks Charlotte for the beautiful flowers. Charlotte's like, oh, I'm going to be in your neighborhood. Can we meet for lunch, or can we meet for coffee? And they meet for lunch. And as this is happening, we see that Charlotte is not at her lake house. No, she's, she's in a hotel. pretending like she's at the lake she house. She is. She's like, oh, I'm looking at the beautiful lake right now, wishing my friend was here. Right, because last episode, we found out that she was renting it, and that it's not her dad's. No. So. Yeah. She had a piece. Right. And but she's got a friend. She does have a friend. A lover. A scheming <laughs> friend. But they plan to meet for lunch, and she's currently staying at a hotel. And the guy who delivered the flowers is her friend. Yeah, or boyfriend or whoever he is. Yeah, they're con artists. Exactly. So her con artist lover. Yeah. And he's they're like... They're going into their plan. Yeah, he's like, are you sure this is going to work out? And she's like, oh, yeah, this is definitely going to work out. So they meet for lunch. And she's like, I'm so happy you're doing well. And she's like, that's why I had to tell you, like, I wish there was a place that was an in-between between rehab and going back to the real world. Very smart. It is smart. She's so smart. And so she has this idea and she's like, I knew you'd had to be a part of it. And it's just a couple million just at first a couple mil. to invest. And Kirsten's like, I don't have that money. And she's like, don't be modest. And Kirsten's like, I'm not. I don't have that. My dad left me with nothing. 
Yeah. And Charlotte's like, wait, after the will reading, you said everything was really great. And she's like, yeah, in my personal life, it's great. But my dad left me with nothing. And he was, you know, pretty much like a con artist and didn't, we don't have money. And I don't have that kind of money either because I'm selling the Newport group. Yeah. Because Charlotte's, Charlotte's like, well, like, well, well what, what if the Newport group is a silent investor? Mm. And Kirsten's don't like, have that anymore either. No, I'm selling that. And then Charlotte gets all manipulative. You can tell her f- she's like blowing up inside. And she's so, I feel like this is the first time maybe Kirsten's also seen her become so headstrong yes, yes. and her claws are out. She's like, oh, what do you like, care so much about this? But also, Charlotte's just like, oh, well, why would you sell it? That's just you avoiding what's going on. Trust right. me, I've been through this. Like your past, you're putting away your past, but you should be like pushing through it and keeping it. And Kirsten's like, doesn't say anything, but you can tell on her face, like she's obviously upset about the situation. Yeah. And then goes home later on and it's riled her up where she was trying to get dinner together and Sandy's talking to her and she can't even like, pay attention and she asks am I doing the right thing and Sandy said yeah of course like I'll support you no matter what you're putting the past behind you and she's I have to go get oregano yeah she rushes and out Sandy's like wait you should have told me you didn't mention anything about oregano she goes I just remembered and so the audience you're like where is she going she's gonna go drink she's gonna go drink but luckily she doesn't. Yeah, she goes to the Newport group and Sandy finds her there and she's looking through old pictures and she finds this picture of this building from the 20s. That was her first project. She convinced her dad to purchase yeah. it and she restored it. And Sandy's like, we don't have to sell the company. We can keep yeah. it. Yeah. And she's like, no, even this, I, my dad still, I would never be able to touch what he touched. Yeah. And she's like, it's best off this way. Like, get rid of it. She just had to say goodbye. I had to say goodbye. And mm-hmm. it, I think it's good because the I think the last time she was there was during the will reading. Yeah. So for her to sit there and actually just take it all in and to actually process it was very important. And Sandy was sweet and brought a picnic for them. Yeah. That was sh- so sweet. It was so sweet. Yeah. Oh, gosh. They're getting back to their flow. Even yeah. in the beginning of the episode, she's going to go take a shower. And she's like, oh, you look pretty dirty. He's like, well, I just got I just showered, though. And so they're like they're starting to feel like themselves again. Yeah. So the Charlotte business is not good. <laughs> right. And then we pan back to, to Charlotte and she tells her lover that, you know, Kirsten has no money. But don't worry, I'm still going to use her. Yeah. It's like, OK. It cost $30,000 for her to go to rehab. To go to rehab just to make a friend that has a lot of money to get this money from. It's crazy. Mm -hmm. It is so manipulative. Mm -hmm. This entire plan, she planned it for months. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember how this pans out? (sighs) No. No? That's exciting. Each piece we get, I'm like, yes. Like, it slowly comes back to you. But, like, I still don't exactly remember, like, the last of Charlotte and what is the end for her. Obviously, she's not going to give up until she's trying to get every last penny out of Kirsten. Yeah. But I don't really remember how that goes down. So I'm excited for this. Yeah. hmm Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we covered everything. I think we covered everything. Okay. Let's yeah. take a break. Sure. It makes me so happy, so happy, guys, that every week I get to discuss the OC and have you guys listen, react, and respond to my favorite TV show of all time. 
There is nothing like being with your tribe and community surrounded by something you love, even if it's as silly as this exaggerated teen drama from the early 2000s. If you listen to us on Apple Podcasts and you haven't already, it would be super minty if you considered rating and leaving us a review. It means the world to us to hear that you are enjoying the show and it helps us out so much. These past three years, we've built our IT theory community on Patreon and it's just plain awesome. There's no other word to describe it. It's just flipping awesome. You guys have become friends with each other and it's a really cool place to hang out. We offer bonus episodes like Riverpod, our Riverdale podcast. We have a birthday club and we offer other goodies as well. If you're interested, you can check out ittakes3network.com. That's ittakes3, the number three, network.com. And we're back. Time for some trivia. Some titch tea. Hey, ladies. Happy last episode of the year. Aww. <laughs> Here's my trivia for 3-4. The title of this episode is a reference to the documentary The Last Waltz, directed by Martin Scorsese, about the band's final concert in 1978. Oh. This is the first episode of The O.C. where we see more of Summer's house than just her pink bedroom. Mm-hmm. We see the front of her house, the ground floor hallway, and the backyard with the pool. Gorgeous. Right. Yeah. This isn't Johnny Lewis's Chili. First time starring alongside Adam Brody. Before the OC, the two of them starred in the short-lived comedy, Now What? Oh. Kayla, is it Ewell? Kayla Ewell, yeah. Kayla Ewell, who plays Casey, plays Vicky Donovan. On The Vampire Diaries. Yep, and Melinda Clark plays Kelly Donovan. Yes, Mickey's her mother, mother on The Vampire Diaries. Thank you, Tish. I loved The Vampire Diaries. Such yeah. a good show. That's Nicole's favorite. Oh, it's Nicole's so always good. like, are you guys going to do I would totally podcast? do that. I would love to have Nicole. I, that would be fun if you were the newbie. I well, think I wouldn't think you would hate it. No? I know there's supernatural stuff in it, but it's still like a typical teen drama. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I, that was my, my favorite show at one point. Yeah. Like die, like die hard. Yeah. Yeah. So good. Yeah. I know. I've heard good things. Very good. But I've never watched it. Yeah. And then, um. Wow, I, Paul Wesley, who yeah. plays Donnie, was I know. on Vampire Diaries, too. Yeah, lots of cameos. Yeah. We have some comments and questions Yay. from at Mishik, our girl Vic. Oh, my God, help me, I'm crying for Julie. Oh, I feel so bad for her. I feel like she's not only proud, but she's very embarrassed. Definitely. Yeah, which is why she didn't let Sandy know how she was really doing. Newport Union High, the whole point her was for her to go there was because nobody knew who she was. So why is she still going there? And when Ryan said, you can always go to school with me, I didn't know he was being homeschooled. Oh, (laughs) well, so the truth comes out about that bitch, Charlotte. I knew I never liked her. She gave bad vibes from the beginning. I liked the end when Marissa showed up at Ryan's pool house and they danced. Yeah. Question. Do you think Ryan was fine until Seth got in his head about Marissa? No, no, he wasn't fine. Mm -mm. Mm Mm-mm. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know. It, I actually, he definitely wasn't fine. I think Seth set him off to do something, even though that wasn't Seth's intention. Right, right. You know? Yeah. And then he was like, oh, wait, I know Ryan. I shouldn't have said those things because yeah. he took it the wrong way and then goes after him. Right. Yeah. But Marissa, this is the, Julie can't afford private school or anything like that. So this is the only school that would really take her. Right. 
So, unfortunately, this is where she's got to go. Yeah, I mean, they can't afford a tutor or anything. Right. No, exactly. She can't get homeschooled she's gotta now either. Go. This is the only option. This is the only option. Yeah. So, she's got to suck it up. I, su- I keep saying it's, a, it's like it's one year. Just you just get through the I year. Know, it's your senior it's year. It's your senior year. You could do it. You're, it's like even shortened, too, because there's so much shit that happens towards the end of the year of your senior year that it's like, it's just, you could do it. You, you could, could do, do it. it. You could do it, girl. Why do you think Summer didn't just leave the dance with Seth and tell him right away about Dean Hess to Taylor? I think it would have been obvious. But I mean, even though Taylor doesn't know what she saw, it's like Summer has to really sit on this because there's only like one way she can manipulate the situation in her favor. And she can't let anyone know that she knows this. Right. And there's no even if she said it in front of like to Seth at the dance, he would be like, wait, what? Like the reaction, they would just, it would not be good. She would have to tell him like, what I'm about to tell you, you cannot react. You cannot react. You have to act super calm. Right. Yeah. But she she knows she has to put this in her pocket and like take it with her. Yeah. To the next episode. <laughs> yeah. 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 We got an email. Yay. So I want to read that to you. This is from Chris. And there's questions for us. Please. Yeah. Title of the email. I have a bone to pick with you, ladies. So I have to be honest. When I first saw the title of this email, (laughs) I was like, oh no, oh no. But it's not like that. That phrase gives me, like, it makes my hair stand up on my back. You were so nervous. (laughs) But there is a smiley face. Okay. It's a passive aggressive. aggressive (laughs) No, it's not. It's not. Okay. Chris says, first off, I absolutely love the OC and this podcast. Thank you. I have seen it probably four or so times all the way through. And even though it is not my favorite show ever, it is in my top three. I would like to know your- What is your favorite show ever? Your top three. Please. Yeah, or your top three. Yeah. I am loving you all talk about this show and love being able to hear everyone's opinions and thoughts. I know we are into season three, but if I may bring you all back to the first two seasons just for a minute. Please do. I think season one is the greatest single season of any TV show. Wow. The music, cinematography, acting, it's all top notch this season. I was wondering why you guys thought season two was better. Hmm. If I'm not mistaken, I believe you all said that at the end of season two. I think season two is really good, better than seasons three of four, of course. (laughs) But that's not difficult to do. Season two has two awful storylines. Y'all even admit are really bad. Lindsay and Rebecca. Mm -hmm. Now, both of these storylines take up about half the season. And really, the only bad storyline in season one is Oliver. I don't even think that's a bad storyline, though. I agree with you. And not even as bad as those other two people. Mm -hmm. So I was just curious as to why you guys found season two to be more enjoyable. Hmm. We did say this. We did. We did say this. I'm not going back on my word. I Season one, I feel like of any show, is so many feels, especially if you go back and watch, you're like, oh my God, it's, it's the development. It's the beginning. It's the beginning. And it's, you know, the start of these characters and you know what's to come if you rewatch and you don't, you know, if, if you're new and you start it, you're like, oh, the vibes, it's so much, so many feels. But with season two of this show, I felt like we were able to grow with, especially Marissa. I think, honestly, Marissa made the entire season bearable for me. Mm. Not that it was terrible. Obviously, we know how I felt about the Rebecca situation. I mean, we all had choice uh, words about it. Yeah. Those things were awful. Yeah. But, like, 
it's there. I feel like they're they're irrelevant. I'm sorry, irrelevant at this point because Ryan and Marissa are together, and Rebecca is gone, and Sandy and Kirsten. Yes, we know she had the whole alcoholism thing, and that's pretty much like the root of it. They're past it, so everyone's past it now. Come season three. So I just feel like we needed season two storylines, even though they were crazy, to mm. like just develop our characters. I just felt like it was definitely more of like a whirlwind of emotions than season one. Not taking anything away from season one. I honestly think they're probably both equal at this point. Now that we're on season three, it's, it's funny, hard right? for me You're, to go back. No, I know because we did say how we liked season two better. And for me, season one's always been my favorite. And then rewatching, right. like, I actually think I like season two better. I think they just keep... We, we're appreciating them more yeah. as we go along. And plus, Chris, the yes, name? Chris. let us know if you binge watched these four times around because like Michelle watched it every single week live and now we're watching it every single week absorbing it. So our thoughts are a little bit different than if we were to, I mean, we talk about this all the time, if we were to binge watch it. Yeah. So those storylines that are awful you know, you guys can get through them really, really quickly. We really dissect them and well, appreciate them, even though they're awful. I hope that makes sense. No, that's <laughs> that's how I feel too. Because and also watching at different times in your life. Definitely. I watched this as a teenager going into college, week by week. Then I binged it with Anthony when we, when I was later in college. Right. Binge the whole series, and then binged it again with my sister. At a different, a little bit older. Right, right. And then doing this podcast and going week by week and, like you said, dissecting it and looking into it. I'm like, oh, I have this new appreciation for things I didn't think I would have an appreciation for. Right, because you said that, you know, you said season one obviously was your favorite of all the four seasons. Yeah. But then last time, you know, last season, you were like, wow, I really have just a different appreciation for this. Because you're talking about it with other people. Right. We have different opinions and you're like, wow, I never looked at it that way. Or, yeah, I think that's really, you know, imperative to the storyline for this character. So just uh, just as it comes, I might say season three is my favorite next. You guys don't know. You don't know. <laughs> you just don't know. And like and again, just to go off what you said again is the fact of the growth. And growth. two, we already know these characters. We're seeing them go through different things. Right. We're seeing them evolve. I love the Alex storyline. Same. I loved the premiere of one when they're in Portland and Ryan goes to get him. And right. I loved that. Mm-hmm. And I, and also, even though it was so trying between Rebecca and between Carter and yeah. Kirsten and Caleb. There's a lot of like turmoil and like things that are like really heavy. Which I like emotion. And mm-hmm. I think that's what it is too, is just seeing these characters go through these emotions. And, and then come up on top afterwards. Yeah. Like now you see the growth of Kirsten. You're like, okay, totally forgot about how shitty you were last season. Or like Sandy, totally forgot about how shitty you were. And I like, know. you know. It's, because you're human. You're human. And you go through these things. And like you said, it's setting us up for, it's hard to just look at it from, you have to look at it their whole, it's hard the not arcs. to look at yeah. the whole seasons, <laughs> all, the whole series rather, and be like, okay, this person went through this, went through this with the, so. Yeah. I just have a newfound appreciation for Marissa Cooper, which I never thought was going to happen. So that alone can just tell you that my opinions have severely changed about the show. So therefore, I guess season two, I just liked the growth of those characters more. 
But like I said, you know, come 20 weeks from now, I'll be like, wow, I really like season three because of the growth of these characters. Yeah. And, and right. Because watching the first time, I never hated Marissa, but she was never my favorite. And now right. I find her and she's one my of the MVPs. Favorite. Yeah. But I know season three, Marissa has some tough, tough. <laughs> tough, tough, tough situations to come. Frustrating. Yeah. So, and the Oliver storyline, go back to one. I didn't think that was bad. I actually liked Oliver. Oh, I enjoyed that thoroughly. It yeah. was like a mystery. Yeah. You're like, who is this kid? What yeah. is he about? I enjoy. I enjoyed the Oliver storyline. Yeah, I did too. I wouldn't say there's any bad plots to the first season. No. But you just take it for what it is. Right. So thanks for your questions. Thank you, Chris. And let, definitely let us know what your favorite TV shows are. One, two. Very one and curious. Two because of yeah. OC is three. Yeah. And maybe you, you know, like what we said. Maybe you have other opinions. So Please do. Let us know. Please do. So we had, I just want to list off the music that we yes. had. Of course. Bob Mould, M.I.A., Basco, She Wants Revenge, Infusion, Wakes Up, and Forever Young by Youth Group. Oh, okay. I was like, who was the cover of that? Yeah. We, as you've heard us talk this whole episode, we have new characters, new faces. Ryan Donahue is Johnny Harper. Mm-hmm. Kayla Ewell is Casey. And then Johnny Lewis is me, is Dennis Chili Childress. Did you know that he died? Uh, you know what? That actor, I remember something. I was like, wow, he looks super familiar. And then... Now that you're saying that, it was like a so while ago at this point. He died in 2012. Okay. At the age of 28. He was in Sons of Anarchy. Yes. And you watch Sons of Anarchy. Yes. Yes. His story. So when that, his death came out the day he died, I remember my friend Amy, because my friend Amy was a huge OC fan. And she sent me, I guess at the time, she probably texted me. She's like, oh my God. Chili from the OC. Right. He went crazy. I, f- I remember that. Yeah. So he had, he got into a motorcycle accident and that led to an untreated head trauma. Yes. Yeah. Wow. It's really all coming and back. And then this developed into a psychological disorder and led to spurts of violence. It's crazy. He ended up killing his landlady <gasps> and her cat and he had no drugs in his system. And then the autopsy reported indicate his death was accidental. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. That's just that's just the summed up version. Yeah, so I remember just when we were watching before, I'm like, oh wow, yeah, this actor, he's so familiar. He's been in a lot of mm-hmm. things. He always plays like this type of character. Mm-hmm. And then now you're saying that it's all coming back, like, oh yeah, I remember this happening. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Huh. And then the actress that plays Heather is Erin Foster. I don't know if she you know also her looks anything. familiar. Yeah. We had one goof. Yay. According to IMDb, Taylor comes to Summer to tell her that Dean Hess knows that Seth didn't steal the Tiki Hut alone. Mm-hmm. Taylor's pink, pink sweater changes back and forth from on her shoulders to around her neck yeah. seven times. Wow. Seven times. Yeah, cracks you up. I didn't like, catch wow. it that many times, but I did notice that it was wrapped around her neck and then like swung over her shoulders. Yeah. Huh, seven times to be exact. Seven times to be exact. That's exhausting. Yeah, I actually, if we want to go into fashion, sure. I really just loved Taylor's plaid pink dress with mm-hmm. her little sweater and her little clips. Yeah. Taylor's fashion is super prep. 
So prep. Everything's matchy matchy. Yeah. Bright colors. Yeah. Just screams Taylor Townsend. Yeah. <laughs> First scene, Ryan. As soon as it opened, I was like, hello. He's literally just wearing like a grayish blue, just regular like Henley tee. Mm-hmm. But like just the look. I'm like, he looks so relaxed and adorable. You were like, thirst level. Thirst level already mm-hmm. starting at the episode. Yeah. Loved that. And I also liked Summer's hair. Me too. It was like behind her ears, but it was her hair so thick that it just looks so good behind her ears. My head looks like just like a dead fish when I <laughs> put my hair behind my ears. It's like, nah, you shouldn't wear it like that. Definitely shouldn't. No volume. A dead fish. A dead fish. Flop- like in hairspray. <laughs> She's like a flopping fish. That's what my hair looks like when I put it behind my ears. In case you all were, were wondering. Everyone was wondering. Horrible. Horrible. I did like Summer's striped dress that she wore when she was setting up everything Mm -hmm. for the party. Yeah, I liked that too. I also liked Marissa when she was packing. She had that red shirt and it was like flouncy at the bottom with the belt. Mm -hmm. I thought that looked really good on her. And then Summer also had that like grayish green lacy Shirt that had the skirt with the belt. When she talked to the dean. Yeah, I really liked yeah. that on her. That yeah. was definitely like a like uh, anthropology type very of. Very bohemian. Very boho. Yeah. I see where they're going with that. Yeah. I actually liked Seth's outfit for the party. His suit. It, well, his jacket with the, with tie the and the shorts on the bottom. I liked that too. That Sandy made an eye too. I also yeah. liked when he wore that short sleeve button down that was checkered when he was giving Rye like the talk. I'm yeah. Like, All right, you look good. Yeah. And Thank I liked you. Julie's uh tight pink and like white skirt with her white button down that like her cleavage was at. I'm like, oh look like an office secretary. Yeah, sweetheart. I like that too. That yeah. She looked good in that. Yeah. I have Marissa's dress at the dance. I thought that was very different. And I really liked that on her. I didn't think it looked really figure flattering, like, because she's so tall and it was very, like, long. Mm-hmm. And I just liked the way she just looked, like, very glowy mm-hmm. and pretty. Mm-hmm. Ryan in his leather jacket. Oh, yeah. Love it. He's got, like, Love that updated, it. like, rich person's leather jacket. It's not, like, it's his fitted. chino one. Yeah. It's, like, a stylish leather jacket. <laughs> so cute. So true. Yeah. I have Casey's hair at the dance. Kayla Ewell has great hair. I love the hair color. And then at the dance, it was like curled and pinned and she just looked really pretty. Yeah. Was she good in Vampire Diaries? She was good. They're all good. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's very CW. The acting is very CW. You -hmm. know what that means. Mm -hmm. It's very Mm -hmm. intense and dramatic. It's kind of all you have to say. It's all I have to say. Right. I don't even have to explain. Yeah. 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 Uh, How about some quotes? Quotes. And I'm not even that nice. Of course I have that. I have when Summer says, you know, I always thought that social chair was a ceremonial position. <laughs> like Rose Bowl Queen or President. <laughs> Summer. I have Taylor saying, and I'm not, oh no, I don't have any friends. <laughs> I know. Oh, Taylor. When Taylor says, when, well, unless you have an exit strategy, don't even get out of the boat. I'm a human quagmire. And then Summer's like, what's a quagmire? Hello, anyone? Hello, anyone? What's a quagmire? That's like an SAT word if I've ever heard it. Yeah. Um, I like when Chili says, it's going to be a problem since I love you. <laughs> Pretty intense. Yeah. I like when they enter the school dance and Seth is really impressed with what happened. And he calls Summer his little human tsunami. 
Yeah. Or when Summer is telling uh, Dean Hess that Seth couldn't have possibly helped him because he has old noodle arms. I know. <laughs> when Taylor says, this really is the end of summer. It end of summer. Not buying it. Looks like we got an emotional thing going. Oh, that's with when Ryan and Seth. Seth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I guess I could have delivered that better, but you know. No. I had the end of summer, of course. I think that's all my quotes. Tell me you think you're better than me. Ooh. Marissa's like, I don't get the question. <laughs> Please repeat. I don't understand. Yeah. Heather. She would be a Heather. She's it's like the set. most typical mean girl name. Such a bitch. Oh, when Charlotte says to Kirsten, so wonderful that you have your priorities in order. Oh, ooh, what a condescending little bitch. Right? She's like digging at her. Ugh. Yeah. When Marissa says to Ryan, my life just doesn't work without you. Oh, so sweet. That's really sweet. I don't even remember her saying that. That's <laughs> yeah. so nice. When she's <laughs> waiting for him. At, in his room. Mm-hmm. Aw. And she says how she wishes he was there. Right. And she thought about him the entire time. Very sweet. It's really sweet. Yeah. Do you want to do MVP and shittiest? I do. I have my MVP and I have my shittiest. Same. And I have like a little blue ribbon for shittiest. <laughs> do you? Yes. I have... Mm-hmm. A it's nod. Hard. I have a nod. Okay. Okay. So we'll do MVP first. MVP first. Okay. Three, Three two, two, one. Seth. Seth. Oh! No way! <laughs> I almost went with Marissa. Yeah. But I picked Seth. I He was like the best bro ever today. The best! He did not have one annoying bone in his body, and I super appreciated that. And he gave Ryan great advice. He was trying to calm Summer down. He just was like owning up to all this shit. Like he wasn't even afraid of Dean. Oh, we didn't even talk about the beginning scene where Dean Hess is like, oh, wa- you know, clean the men's locker room to Seth. He's like, is this really my detention? I yeah. can't believe this is happening. It's kind of torture. <laughs> it's torture. Like that's mm-hmm. not detention. That's you're making a child clean a locker room. That's not his job. Yeah. But yeah. So I just really I liked his his vibe and his flow this episode. Me too. It, Very it, impressed. The My heart is just like Seth. Seth, yeah, and it, even his fashion was good, I so know. I was like, oh, you cutie. Like the way he was just talking straight to Ryan, helped his girlfriend. He was funny. Yeah, he just was like, he's getting into his groove, like his he's knowing himself better. Yeah. And him right, and Summer Seth. have been really good. They've been very good. Just cute. And when they work, they work really well. Mm-hmm. And they're sweet and they're like best buds. And Definitely. They're a good team when they work. Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, you're shittiest? Shittiest. Okay. Mm-hmm. Ready? Yes. Three, Three two, one, Taylor. Taylor. Ooh. <laughs> okay. Heather was my blue ribbon. Ah, because Taylor was mine. Taylor, she, I'm not liking her right now. She's so manipulative. And now, as the audience, we know what she's up to. Clearly, she's using Dean Hess to her benefit and this opposite like he's doing the same thing kind of tormenting children through her yeah which is pathetic because like you're a 30 year old man first of all this is illegal second of all it's wrong there's lots of problems there's lots of things wrong but i feel like he's getting like pleasure out of tormenting kids and using her not even you know 
he's probably not even telling her to do these things. Like she's just doing it because she feels like it's, you know, going to impress him or something. Well, also she can. And she can. So you're shitty. And also you're getting pleasure. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's disgusting. Yeah. It's really gross. But Taylor just, she's, she was acting real shitty this episode. She tricked, she tricked Taylor. She tricked Summer and then she was petty and was like, it's the end of summer. Are you having a good time, summer? Like, she just knew what she was doing. And this is my baby, the, the you know, the uh, under the sea theme. No, it's not. You're a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> she was my nod. And then my shittiest I gave to Heather for obvious reasons. Obviously. Which is being a plain old bitch. She's a, a literal quintessential bitch. Bully bitch. High school bully. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Uncalled for. Even though I understand what you're doing in terms of why you're doing this. right i don't agree with it but just a bitch just a bitch yeah. straight up bitch yeah good shittiest though it's like the, an actual episode where we like could legitimately pick shittiest yeah you know, sometimes you're like oh we're struggling and it's like well no. the last couple of weeks dean has def- well no definitely a shit definitely but i mean as much as he was shitty because he's always shitty yeah taylor i felt went above him today yeah all right let's it's time. I think it's time. Yay. It's patron of the week. It's patron of the week. It's patron of the week. Who will it be? It's patron of the week. And the cats are enjoying it. They're enjo- Yeah, they're joining in. Joining in. So this week I chose. <laughs> I can't do that. I know. So I know. Kristen. Kristen. She is. Killing it, Kristen. Oh, because she's been killing it on that Instagram, girl. I'm seeing you. I'm watching you, and she's I been liking it. all our stuff on Patreon, and we really appreciate it. She's been our pledge for almost over a year now, and we've never shouted her out. And like, girl, you need that recognition. Wow, Kristen. So I'm so proud and happy and thankful that we can call you our Patreon fam, and we want to thank you for your support, and we love you. Thank you, Kristen. Thank you. I also would love to shout out all of our Patreons. Uh, we would love to do them all. Patrons, I should Patrons. say. Patrons. I know. We get that that word is like interchangeable. Yes. Patrons, Patreon. Patrons, Patreons. So we're going to read all of our lovely patrons on the network. We have Ashley, Tanya, Sean, Jillian, Chloe, Logan, Amanda, Daphne, Sophie, Allie, Shanna, Ryan, Kristen, Steve, Ashley, Victoria, Kara, Kendall, Tish, Teresa, Jessica, Rihanna, Nicole, Emily, and Caitlin. Damn, that's a lot of you guys. What a beautiful roster. Beautiful. You guys are so great. We love you. Very thankful. Liz, are you ready uh, for I'm next ready. week's title? I'm a little afraid. Okay. Episode five. Wow. The perfect storm. The perfect storm. I feel like we've done this episode before. Mm. I feel like that title is mm-hmm. like very similar to maybe another title from the, ser- from the series. Yeah. Oh, the storm is a coming. I know because Marissa starting the new school, her well. new friends, <laughs> as we saw this week. Yeah. Things are happening. And then we have Charlotte, who she's a storm in herself. She said that she will find a way to use She's going to find a way. Not ready for it. What do you think she means by that? I don't remember. Again, this is the storyline that 
I remember her being a nasty, evil person and using Kirsten. I don't remember how exactly that part ends. So I don't know if maybe she tries to manipulate Sandy and get his money or she manipulates Julie and tries to like get her involved with things. I think like, I feel like that might happen. Did I get that? <laughs> I'm not going to confirm. Okay. Cause I remember some things. Yeah. So. I like it. I like, I'll All tell right. you that. I like it. Okay. I should do hot. I don't want to give too much. I should do hot, warm, hot cold. cold. That's a good one. I have a surprise for you actually. You do? So this is our last episode of the year, but when we come back in January, I will be continuing with haikus. Woo! I was originally doing the haikus for Ingrid, our newbie, but you're kind of not remembering. I'm still a newbie-ish. Yeah. yeah, and so it'll set the tone and maybe the precedent for what's to come. I think that's great because yeah. it will trigger memories for me. OGs will be like, that's hysterical, and then the newbies are like, okay, I'll predict with Liz. Maybe she's right. Maybe she's wrong. We don't know. And I like the hot and cold. I think that's fun. Okay, well, we're going to add in hot and cold and haikus. <laughs> Love it. Love, Love it. it. I'm so excited. We want to wish you guys a very happy Christmaca. Yeah, it's Christmaca. It's, it's a true Christmaca year. It's a true Christmaca miracle. <laughs> and a very happy 2020. Crazy. Crazy. The, such a weird thing to like see on a calendar. It's Bizarre. fun to write, though. 20. I'm having fun to write. Yeah. 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 Weird. But we will be back next year, and we hope you have a wonderful holiday. Definitely. Bye.